Welcome to another episode of People Power Politics. As always, I am your host, Nick Sones. You can find me on social media, at Nick Sones. Um, there's not a lot to go over on this episode, um, but there there is obviously pressing issues all around us. Um, so so let's, let's just get right to it. Um, good job numbers. Uh, we, we saw good, good job numbers. Um, the United States economy uh, added 916,000 jobs in the month of March. The unemployment rate has now fallen to 6%. Remember when the, uh, the, the previous administration came in and the economy was doing great? You know, for, for the vast majority of people, the economy worked at the start of um, dumbass Donald's reign of error and reign of terror. The economy worked. And then, um, you know, we saw the, uh, the pandemic occur, which, you know, we were told by uh, American leaders not to uh, take seriously, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, once once that set in, economy was in, in tatters. Uh, I, I know, um, you know, I, I, I would have, I, I was someone who I was comparing the economy at that point to the economy of 2008. Um, fortunately, due to the ability to uh, rapidly speed up uh, vaccinations. We have now seen 916,000 jobs added. And let us not mistake anything, folks. Had the... Had dumbass Donald one re-election, the economy would still be in tatters because he'd still go on around the nation giving his bullshit speeches, uh, you know, and everything else. And, you know, he'd still, you know, be tweeting every single, you know, five minutes or whatever. Um, but anyways, that's, that's not the, uh, that's, that's not the, uh, the concern here. The, the concern has to be that, uh, you know, there's the, Falling unemployment rate. There's the rise of vaccination rates, which you know there's been four million doses more vaccinated uh, were, were administered in a day. Uh, who who at the end of a day doesn't like those numbers? You know, nine hundred sixteen thousand jobs added and four million vaccine doses administered in a single day. I I I would hesitate to say it. To well, actually, I wouldn't hesitate to say it. The government appears to be working again. Uh, steady and frankly boring leadership appears to be working again. Um, you know when I, I guess one one of the one of the uh, lessons from sixteen and you know till now uh, uh, would have been you know at the end of the day elect the boring guy or the boring woman. Um, you know, don't don't elect a damn bull instead of a damn china shop. 
which is what so many people chose in 16. So many people wrongly chose in 2016. Um, and, and some attempted to choose again. And, and what did what did we see occur? You had the uh, the the capital riots because, you know, he had lost. You you had you had those individuals who engaged instead of that January 6th riot. Uh, literally seek to bring the government to its knees. And just um, just yesterday on Friday, uh, another Capitol Hill police officer lost their life because of uh, the dangers surrounding uh, our own silos that we like to live in. Uh, the 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 dangers. That we all like to hear that our ideas are correct and that those who have an opposing opinion, those who have an opposing idea are wrong. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of something and I, I, I want to say that I probably got it off of the West Wing. Or, or you know, something of that nature. In fact, a, a politician might have said it. They probably have. Cold hearts and high heads have never solved a damn thing. Warm hearts and calm heads have solved things. And uh, I think that if we were to get back to that style of politics, get back to a style of politics where we actually recognize that at the end of the day, we are having, we, we, not, not really that we are having, because I don't, I don't really think that we're having conversations anymore in America. I think what we're having is screaming matches and things of that nature. Um, and I, I guess I've diverged here onto a bit of a tangent, but I, I think that it's one that's worthy of having. If, if we were to get back to having a conversation again in America about politics and about, you know, I don't know, um, morality and so on and so forth. Perhaps we would get back to a, a place of mutual understanding that having a difference of opinion does not make one a bad person. Now, certainly, there are certain opinions that do make you a bad person. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, you know that, that we should be engaging with um, those who, you know, engaged in set about insurrection and, you know, stormed the Capitol. I'm, I'm definitely am not saying any of that because those are frankly despicable individuals and are scoundrels. They're losers. Um, and that's, that's what they should ever forever be known as is losers. Uh, and I, I know there was a report, uh, I think it was in Politico that said that it's unlikely that the department of justice will end up charging all of them. Um, we, we need to keep in mind what they attempted to do was they attempted to keep Congress from doing their jobs. Uh, they, they attempted to uh, literally um, bring the government to its knees. They, they engaged in an act of terror. It was an act of terrorism. And uh, I, I know that there are still those who want to move on and, 
you know, they, they, they advocate such things as forgive and forget. Um, I, 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 I would, I, I don't, I don't think that I'd be able to find someone who would be saying, well, forgive and forget for, uh, you know, the terrorist attacks that occurred on nine 11, forgive and forget. So, so why, why should we forgive and forget when it is domestic terrorism? Why should we be willing to forgive and forget when it's domestic terrorism? And I think, I think that that's the point here. So no, let's not forgive and forget. Let us, uh, let us um, find those who engaged in, in those riots. Uh, let us charge every last goddamn one of them. And let us pursue them to the gates of hell at the end of the day. Let us allow the Justice Department to pursue those individuals to the gates of hell, because that is where they belong. Um, you know, so, so you know, I, I think, again, yeah, it's, it's time to start having conversations in America. But at the end of the day, it's also time to... Uh, to get back to a broader understanding that American values, that, that there is that there is a core set of American values and a core set of standardized values that I think that everyone should agree on if you're entering into a discussion or you're entering into a debate or a dialogue or whatever the hell you want to call it. And if we are unwilling to... Uh, Accept those standards, then why even have the conversation to begin with? You know, I've I've often I've often said that uh, you know I, I I find it to be very very difficult to hold conversations with Trump supporters because I I really honestly believe that the great many of them are just unthinking individuals. Uh, you know, and I think the the larger the larger problem when it comes to Trumpism and those who supported him is the larger problem is the following. They believe that their ignorance is somehow a virtue. They, they believe that their unintelligence, their lack of intelligence is something to be proud of. That, that is honestly what I, what I think the, the massive issue is with, with these individuals is they believe that their lack of intellect, their lack of, uh, Curiosity is honestly something to be proud of. And I think that that's really what, uh, um, you know, pulls all of these individuals together. I mean, again, not, not to offend anyone, I obviously I live in a very, very rural area of Pennsylvania. <laughs> at, at, the, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, those individuals who live in very, very rural areas who came out in droves for, for, you know, the criminal con man, for, you know, dumbass Donald. And uh, when, when you look at uh, vaccine hesitancy and mask wearing hesitancy, you see it from those areas. You know, for example, there's one state senator who I'm pretty damn well sure if, if you were to ask him in private and if he, you know, didn't realize that you, you know, had any sort of political intentions with any of it, he'd probably say, yeah, that, that mass, you know, that mass, you know, save lives. 
but because of the area that he's in, the, the area that he represents, uh, it's a political choice to say that masks don't work. It's a political choice to, you know, not wear a damn mask and everything else. And, and as I said before, on, you know, the, on episode two, season, on season three, episode two of this podcast, I, I can't, you can't, you can't reason with stupid. So it's, it's time to stop trying to, it's time to stop trying to, um, you know, and I, I think that that's where we're at. Uh, you know, I, I think that we need to perhaps get back to a time in American life where we were willing to stigmatize those who didn't though we we were willing to stigmatize those who were unintelligent beings i mean you know come on and and i think i think that we've gotten to a point in american life where we believe that you know those individuals who uh, you know, want to say that science is, is, is fake or whatever, we, we believe that they have a valid point. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, I, you know if, if you go to the whole, you know, debate over, and hell, it's not even a debate anymore. Uh, if, if you go to the whole thing that, you know, the environment is dying and that the earth is dying, uh, we still somehow in America want to give the other side equal time. No. The science is real. The earth is dying. The science is real. So these people should no longer have a platform or even a voice uh, in American life. And, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, they, they have, you know, you, you can't really deplatform these individuals because, you know, then, you know, you get into freedom of speech problems and things of that nature. And, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure how you would combat any of that. I, I don't believe that you really can due to the way that the Constitution's written. But sane people don't have to have these conversations with people who are unsane, with, with people who are insane, rather. Uh you know, and I think that that's, that's the overarching thing, um, you know, is, is individuals who just, you know, are anti-expert, anti-facts, uh, anti they're just frankly not worth having a conversation with anymore. Um, you know, again, if, if you ask any Republican voter... Uh, you know, about this whole uh, thing going on in Georgia where, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that now. Um, and, you know, it's it's trying to, you know, suppress the vote. If you ask any Republican voter from coast to coast what they think of it, they will tell you that it's a great idea. You know, for for example, just, just going down, you know, if, if we go to... Um, you know, another state and, and what another state's done, the state of Florida has decided to eliminate this whole thing that private businesses uh, can um, can request to see, you know, a, a vaccine passport, if you will. Number one, folks, vaccine passports aren't here yet. And, and number two, Republicans 
claim to love private business until private business wants to do something that jeopardizes their ability to uh, oh how how do I want to phrase this their their ability to um frankly get other people sick Re Republicans have always have have had a long history of loving private business until a private business says you know what we're going to change and because we're changing you need to comply and 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 what happens the republicans attempt to cancel that private business so look governor desantis if if you don't if 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 you want to travel and and you know you're no longer the governor and and you don't have you know the vaccine passport and you know obviously this is several years in the future now because airports are now requiring them or whatever then guess what you just don't you don't travel by by airplane man okay suck it up it looks like you're gonna have to, to drive have fun okay so on and so forth and again it's it's a political decision by governor desantis he he desperately wants to be the 2024 nominee of the republican party and so he thinks you know there's no better way than to uh you know hitch a ride with these anti-vaccination people um you know, and I, I actually think, you know, that where we need to get to is a point where, uh, again, you'll either be vaccinated or you won't be leaving your home, plain and simple. Um, you know, your, your, your freedom to be stupid stops, stops, uh, uh, your, your freedom to be stupid stops at the end of the day with every other american's right to be alive and to be safe from this virus so yeah i mean you, you don't have a you you know we we i and and i think you know that's that's really the the thing that i guess we've uh we as a society have now prided ourselves on is this freedom to be stupid and and you see it you see it uh you see it all you know with really anything um you know civics classes are no longer being taught nationwide in high schools i mean hell i'd, I'd hate the hell to see what the literacy rates are like today compared to you know 10 20 years ago and so on and so forth maybe maybe what it's what it's time to do is to put down the damn smartphones and decide that our brains are smarter than the damn smartphones but then again folks i'm someone who i don't particularly like technology. I, you know, so, you know, so on and so forth with that one. But, uh, you know, I, I really think that we need to get away from this notion that the freedom to be stupid should outweigh the freedom of science and, and, and the, the facts at the end of the day. And that's where we are as a society is we enjoy this notion of the freedom to be stupid. And we don't like hearing the hard truths. And I think on that one, you know, I, I noticed, you know, that I was going to try to keep this brief. We're coming up here on 20 minutes. Um, and I think on that one, I'm going to end this this episode, you know, again. Uh, you know, 4 million vaccines were administered in a single day. That's great news. Um, you know, continue wearing a mask, continue practicing social distancing and so on and so forth.
and trust science for science is real. That's going to do it here for me. As always, this has been another episode of People Power Politics. I'm Nick Sones. You can find me on Twitter and on uh, other social media platforms at Nick Sones. Be safe, be well, make smart decisions. Thank you.